Welcome to the Real Life English Podcast, where we help dedicated English learners just like you cultivate the courage, the confidence, and the skills that you need to understand real life native English, to communicate clearly with people from all around the world, and to make your life an epic global adventure. Now, are you ready to go beyond the classroom and start living your English? Can I get an aww, yeah? No doubt that there are many New Year's traditions followed by different cultures, but were you aware that there are also some interesting superstitions? Well, in today's episode, we're being helped by members of our team and community to share some very interesting New Year's superstitions from their countries. Yeah, boys and girls, citizens of the world, this is Ethan from Real Life English, where we believe that listening to podcasts is a fun, natural, convenient, and serene way to learn English. So download this podcast and listen to it while you're stuck in traffic, riding the bus, hanging some sleigh bells, or even browsing the online sales. <laughs> I'm joined here in the global studio, the really global studio, as always by the lovely Andrea. How's it going, Andrea? It's going great, thank you. I'm very excited because we're recording this during Christmas week, but then it's also quite exciting to learn about different cultures and talk about the new year as well. Yeah, it's one of my favorite things is to hear how different people celebrate different things in their different parts of the world. And our team is um, from six different countries, I believe. So we've been just asking people, you know, how do you celebrate it in in Brazil, how do you celebrate it in Poland and the Ukraine and in South Africa? And then we came up with the idea to do this podcast. So what is a superstition, Andrea? Yeah, so that's a really good question. Um, so a superstition is kind of like a, a belief that many people follow, but is maybe a little bit unreasonable in a way, because maybe it's not necessarily true, but people tend to believe it a lot. So they follow or they do these things based on the belief that if you don't, maybe something bad might happen. Right. So some examples might be that if a black cat crosses your path, that's supposed to be bad luck. There's a lot of these that are for bad luck, right? Um, or that you shouldn't break a mirror because it's like seven years bad luck. Shouldn't walk under a ladder. Exactly. And I think like after you've been married, you know, there's the thing where you walk over the threshold or something. I think you maybe seen it in TV series and movies where the husband picks up the wife and that's how they enter the home after that's meant to be for good luck. And yeah, those sorts of things. Also like the thing maybe people have seen in movies with like, uh, I always forget what it is, something new, something blue. Something borrowed. Uh, yeah, something old, something new, something borrowed, something blue. So, you <laughs> yeah, you need to have those on your wedding day. <laughs> right. So there's all sorts of these, but these ones we're talking about today are from a bunch of different countries, and they're specifically for things that you have to do um, swinging into the new year. So before we get into that, we have a shout out to a very special app user and listener out there. So today's shout out comes from Ali Abdi and he says, this is the best English app that I have ever come across. You guys are amazing for making this app available to English learners. I have downloaded it two months ago and have been enjoying listening every day. I'm improving my English comprehension every day. 
Thanks. I really appreciate your efforts for helping English learners like me. You are appreciated. Ah,、uh, yeah. Thanks so much, Ali. So, if you want us to shout you out, then you should definitely give the app a try. And if you do enjoy it, then leave us a five star review in your favorite app store. That way, we can find you and give you a shout on the podcast, just like we have for Ali today. That said, before we get into today's main topic, all about New Year's superstitions, we have a burning question from another one of our listeners. Okay, so today's burning question comes from a region of Spain, in fact, and let's listen to this listener's burning question. Hi, Fiona and Andrea. My name is Nefti, and I was born and raised in Spain in the Canary Islands. My burning question today is: How could I do in order not to be recognized? As a Spanish speaker, when talking in English, although I have tried to break up with my regional accent and I have tried to imitate as much as possible and to sound like, let's say, more native-like, I notice that it's kind of impossible to get it, and I would like to know how、um, I can do it. Thank you very much in advance for your response, and keep on doing that. Um, great job that you are doing every day. Thank you. All right, Nefty. Thanks so much for your question, and it's a great one. It's one that many learners have. Right? Is how can they sound less like where they are from? How can they have a less strong accent or not be recognized for their accent? And the first thing I might ask you is,、uh, Nefty, is why do you not want to be recognized as a Spanish speaker? Is there a specific reason that you need to have like a really American or British accent when you speak, or is it just Something that、um, is it just a desire that you have for your own English, and based on this, maybe because your accent's already quite good, you can notice that maybe you're a foreigner, but your accent really shows that you that you put a lot of work into it, and so maybe maybe that's good enough. Maybe it's more of a thing of、um, becoming okay with the fact that you sound a little bit like a foreigner when you speak English, and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Even Penelope Cruz, who's Spanish, <laughs> has a bit of an accent, right? Yeah, definitely, and I would say like whatever you've been doing so far has really worked because I wouldn't have recognized that you were a Spanish speaker. Only that maybe you weren't a native speaker, but there's definitely elements to the way that you speak that sounds native-like. So maybe the imitation that you're doing is actually really working for you. Maybe you need to start recording yourself a little bit to help you track your progress and see how you have developed your accent. Because maybe you feel that you're not progressing so much, but in fact you really are. So I would say stick to what you're doing、um, for sure, because there's all. Already some really amazing elements to your accent, and I feel that if that is something that you want to develop even more and improve, then then keep at it because you're. It sounds like you're doing a great job so far. Yeah, and I know there's situations where you definitely need to really reduce your accent or not have an accent at all. Well, which is a little bit of a paradox because you always will have an accent when you speak, even if it's an American accent or a British accent or whatever. But for most learners, that's not the case, and so for most of us, it's just becoming okay with the fact that we will have an accent, and that's a wonderful thing. It makes us interesting, it makes us exotic. It is something that comes from our background, from our history. So you can potentially kind of switch things around in your mind and start looking at that as something to be proud of, and to be even. An icebreaker, you know, if you travel to the UK or to the USA, that someone's going to hear your accent and say, "Oh, where are you from?" Because that can 
you know, help you to start a conversation. I know I've always found that helpful being an introvert. So keep up the good work, Nefty, and, and other listeners out there who are working on their accent or a little bit self-conscious about your accent. And remember that the most important thing is always being comprehensible, not what it sounds like from where you're from. Yes. And don't forget that if you have a burning question, don't delay. You can send it into us. Just do what Nefty did. So create an audio with your name, where you're from and your burning question, and then email it to me, andrea at reallifeglobal.com. And speaking of accents, we have people helping us from all over the world in today's podcast. So you'll be hearing some South American accents, some Eastern European accents, some Asian accents. And it really is a very cool thing, you know, is, is having people from all around the world with their own unique, special way of speaking English. So with that, let's jump into today's main topic, all about New Year's superstitions from around the world. Hey there, Real Lifer. Have you downloaded the Real Life English app yet? On the app, Andrea and I will guide you beyond the classroom to live, learn, and even speak English in the real world. So how do we do this? To start with, you can listen to the Real Life English podcast and Beyond Borders talk show, even this very episode, with digital transcripts so that you can follow along and develop your listening fluency. Plus, check dozens of definitions of all the most difficult vocabulary, idioms, phrasal verbs, slang, and so much more that you won't find anywhere else or in any other podcast. And how would you like to develop real-life speaking confidence at the touch of a button by speaking with other learners while making friends across cultures? Sounds like a dream, right? Well, now with the Real Life app, it will be a dream come true. Download the app to listen to our podcast with transcripts and definitions whenever and wherever you want and speak with people from all around the world. What are you waiting for? Join our global community today by clicking the link in the description of this podcast or by going to www.reallifeglobal.com app. That's A-P-P. Or simply search for the Real Life English app in the Google Play or Apple App Store today and let us guide you beyond the classroom to live and learn and speak English in the real world. Ah, yeah. We'll start off with one of our team members. One of the, if you watch our videos over on YouTube, then you'll have seen some of her work editing some of the videos on our channels. She's really works magic. We, we joke sometimes that she's like a real witch when it comes to editing. And she's coming from Brazil. So let's listen to what Brisa has to say about a New Year's superstition from Brazil. Hey everyone, it's Brisa from Brazil. And here we have some superstitions like the color of your underwear. <laughs> Depending on the color of your underwear, you're gonna like have something on the next year. Like if you want love, you can use red. If you want money, you can use yellow. So uh, it must be a new underwear. You must buy it just for the New Year's Eve. And uh, another one be like eating lentils, standing up on the chair. Uh, to have good fortune on the other year and must be at midnight. So that's some things we do here. Bye-bye. Those are some pretty hilarious superstitions. Yeah, they're amazing. I've never heard those before. And I think both are incredible. Like the underwear one, like I wonder who <laughs> even thought of that. Yeah. And why your underwear? People can't even see it. Yeah. And it has to Probably. be new. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You have to you have to get it new and it has a 
a color, a special color based on what you want to achieve or what you, yeah, what you want to bring to yourself in the new year. And there seem to be a lot of New Year traditions that have to do with color, right? I think Mm. I've heard from many different places, depending on what color you wear, you might receive different things in the new year. Um, The lentil thing I think I had heard, but not standing up on a chair at midnight. That's really interesting. Yeah, I would say maybe even a little bit dangerous, like because lentils maybe, <laughs> depending on the type you eat, they're quite small. And I don't know, I think I'd just be laughing and I'd probably choke on the lentils. I don't know. <laughs> Especially depending on how many glasses of champagne you've had up to that point. Yeah. Standing up on a chair might not be the best idea, right? <laughs> Definitely, yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's jump from Brazil over to the east of Europe in Ukraine. We have an, uh, another one of our team members, Ksenia, who, if any of you are in the fluency circle, uh, our global community of students, I'm sure you've seen her. And if you have ever written us, she might have responded to your email because she is one of our customer success agents. In Ukraine, we say goodbye to the old year and thank it for all the good we had and leave behind all the bad that happened to us. And we certainly try to make a wish for the coming year before clock strikes 12. That's a really nice one. I like the gratitude there of saying thank you to the old year and and already mentalizing a little bit your desires for the new year. I know a lot of people probably wait until the first week or the first couple of weeks to even do that. Yeah, it's it's nice to think of having a really present moment during the turn of the new year, like thinking thinking about what you're grateful for. Maybe you've done this before as well. Maybe you've journaled about it. Maybe, you know, when you're thinking about what you've achieved that year, but then also in that moment, like giving thanks, having some gratitude, but then also thinking about the future. And it's like making a wish, like when you blow out the candles on your birthday cake. That is great. All right. And let's jump again to South Africa, where one of our newest team members, Kase, is from. And you guys heard her on the podcast a couple episodes ago. If you didn't catch that, then it's a really great one. She was a lot of fun to have on there. And we looked at some differences in vocabulary because South Africa is a country where they speak English natively and they had some really unique ways of speaking there. So that was pretty fun. Uh, So let's hear what she has to say about New Year superstitions in South Africa. Hey guys, it's Kese from South Africa, and here we have a New Year's superstition where if you want to attract new experiences and new opportunities in the new year, you have to either throw your old furniture or appliances out of the window or over the balcony. Out with the old and in with the new. (laughs) (laughs) She used a good phrase there, out with the old, in with the new which, um, yeah, it's basically like when you want a fresh start, but I can't even imagine throwing (laughs) furniture or appliances out of a window or balcony. That sounds really dangerous, right? Especially if you live in a, both of us live in apartments. I'm just imagining if someone did that in Barcelona. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully no one's walking their dog at midnight. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Not great for the environment either. No, no. Hopefully there's a cleanup crew or, or maybe people take advantage and they go and, you know, use that as an excuse to get something new for themselves from someone's old. We'd say is um, someone's junk is someone's treasure. 
Something yeah, like that. that's true. Yeah. One man's junk is another man's treasure, I believe is, is the, the expression. Yeah. So that's good. If you're looking for like a new blender or a coffee maker <laughs> or something, you just look like go and walk your neighborhood and see what your neighbor, your neighbors have thrown out. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Just a quick interruption to ask you a question. Do you ever feel frustrated when you are listening to a podcast, watching a TV series, or you are in a conversation in English and you do not understand what is said? Wouldn't it be great if there was some way to understand real English without getting lost and without getting bored? Well, now there is. With our real life native immersion course, we will take you on a 41 week real life adventure of the English language. Each week exploring a different topic connected to our goal to help you understand and use your English in the real world. Just imagine understanding your favorite TV series without subtitles or confidently speaking with someone and comprehending everything they say. You can do it and we're here to help. And the best part is you can try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod to sign up. That's P-O-D. Or simply click the link in the description of this episode. All right. And again, jumping halfway across the world to Japan. One of our Fluency Circle members, Saori, shared a superstition from there. Hi, this is Saori. I would like to share one of my superstitions for New Year's Eve as I am a Japanese that we eat soba noodles. It's called Toshikoshi Soba on New Year's Eve to wish for a long-lasting life because we believe that eating long soba noodles brings us a long-lasting life. That's about it. Thank you so very much. Bye. I love that one, having soba noodles to wish for a long life in the new year. I, I, well, I guess a long life, a healthy, healthy life in the new year. It seems a lot safer than eating lentils up on a chair, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it's a really interesting one. Again, I love how there's quite a few so far like associated with food, but that, I guess, the metaphor of the the noodles being super long means you'll have a super long life if you eat it and yeah so I guess maybe if people don't eat it then they'd think that they would have bad luck so it's something you have to do right yeah and I don't know who doesn't like noodles so it's not a bad choice we didn't get an explanation for why the lentils though wonder I wonder why mm. lentils are supposed to bring good luck in the new year yeah I'm not sure I'm not sure why lentils <laughs> All right. So jumping from Japan now to Russia, we have another Fluency Circle member, Elena, who's going to share a superstition from there. I can share one Russian New Year's Eve superstition. Uh, when you celebrate a New Year, you should write down New Year's wishes and dreams on, on the paper. And while the clock strikes 12, you should rekindle the paper, put the ash and burnt paper into the glass of champagne, and very quickly drink it. Uh, honestly, I don't know how widespread this traditions and superstition nowadays, uh, but I did it 
a lot uh, when I was younger, but now I have become smarter and uh, don't like drink ash and burnt paper. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> that is like hilarious. Uh, so that's really interesting. I, I didn't really see that coming with the. I get writing the wishes down, but burning it and then having to drink it with your New Year champagne, that just seems pretty crazy. But uh, it's probably also a pretty fun tradition just to see like the look on your friends and your family's face after they've they've quickly drank their champagne and ash. Yeah, like I had a feeling maybe she would say, because it's kind of like a ritual if you write it down and then you burn it, but then to put it in the glass of champagne and just quickly down it that means like drink it really fast I wasn't expecting that but I love how she said that now she's smarter and she doesn't want to <laughs> it like ingest she doesn't want to drink down the ash anymore so she doesn't do it that makes sense uh we have Thiago from our team uh who's also from Brazil and he also edits the videos on our YouTube channel. So you might have seen his work if you follow us there so let's listen to what he has to say another Superstition from Brazil. Apparently they have a lot of them. They have a lot, which is why we had to include an extra one. Hey guys, here's Thiago from Brazil. And here we have a superstition that if you live by the beach, you go there and you jump seven waves. Each wave that you jump, you ask for something or you show gratitude for something that happened on your last year. Thank you. Bye. I really like that one. And I had heard that one before, but maybe that's one we have to uh, bring to Barcelona, right? Yeah. But initially when I was thinking about it, I was thinking, oh my gosh, that's going to be so cold going into the sea in January. But of course in Brazil, it's summertime there, isn't it? So I don't know if the water is cold even in summertime, but it would be really cold to do that here in Barcelona. But there are some similar things. It's not the same like jumping over waves, but um, I know on like a more religious thing they do in Greece and Cyprus. I can't remember if it's on the first, I think it's on the 1st of January. They jump into the water to go and collect something. I can't remember if it's like a cross or some sort of religious symbol. Because even in Greece and Cyprus, the water's very cold in January. So yeah. I I wouldn't like to do it, but maybe in Brazil that would be okay. <laughs> I guess it's kind of a pretty courageous way to start off your year, right? If you're jumping into some cold water, so maybe it will bring good things to you. But I like that tradition just like of going into the water. I'm sure there it's also very pleasing because it's it's so hot there. That's what the, we were just talking about with some of our um, team members in South America is that, you know, we're... Andrea and I were from the north and we're used to being on New Year's and on Christmas cold and with our hot drinks and they're like they're sweating with air conditioning and everything, which for us is kind of a, a crazy concept, right, at Christmas? Yeah, definitely. Like, yeah, you, we just associate Christmas with winter and being cold, don't we? It just depends on, on where you're from. It's so interesting. Different strokes for different folks. And one we didn't get an audio for, but I wanted to share it because I thought it was really interesting was we have another team member who's from Venezuela, uh, Humbert. And he said that in Venezuela, if you want to travel in the new year, then you should take your suitcase and walk around the block, uh, on New Year's Eve, because that'll, that's supposed to bring you like the, the luck or the fortune to be able to travel in the upcoming year. So I thought that was a really cool tradition and superstition. Um, and then finally, maybe we can share, I don't think 
when we were talking about this, uh, we didn't really come up with any superstitions in the USA or the UK. I think we probably have the same thing that maybe on New Year's when the clock strikes 12 that you're supposed to give someone a kiss. Yeah. Um, I wonder if that maybe comes out of a superstition of maybe not being alone in the new year or something like that. Yeah, you just like say happy new year, give some kisses and that's it really. We don't have anything <laughs> exciting. We have so fireworks boring. displays maybe, but yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we can share, you, you shared the one from Cyprus, uh, one that we have in Spain and also we heard from some of our team members in Argentina is in the 12 seconds leading up to midnight... Of um, so before the new year will begin, and the show on television, the kind of like dong, there'll be twelve bells, right? And for each bell, you'll have twelve grapes in front of you. For each bell, you're supposed to eat one grape. And if you finish all your grapes before midnight, uh, then you're supposed to have good luck in the new year. If you don't, then you won't have good luck. So that's a superstition. Last year, uh, usually this is very easy for me, but last year I bought. They have you can buy the grapes in cans. So it's like if you don't really eat grapes normally. Maybe you do this just to have like the grapes for that one occasion, but they were super slippery. And so they like, I was trying to eat them, but they were like a couple of them slipped out of my hands and onto the floor. And that was a terrible experience. So definitely we'll go for the the real deal next year or this year. Yeah. Last year I was amazed because it was the first time I spent Christmas and New Year's in Barcelona. And I was amazed to see just the shelves and all these tins of 12 grapes like counted out for you and we were like oh well we're here we have to join in with this tradition but I bought real grapes and just counted them out put them in a bowl for everyone and I think because it was the first time we were doing it I wasn't sure if you just start eating them straight away or if you have to do one grape for each dong I didn't know how it was going to work and I just remember starting and just laughing so hard like grape grape juice was coming out my nose and stuff (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so it's a bit of a dangerous one again with the food <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah you definitely have to have a good poker face i think for these kind of things so that you're not yeah. beginning the new year asphyxiating that wouldn't yes. be too good are there any other greece or cyprus uh new year superstitions that you haven't shared yeah just that we have um I don't know if it's a superstition or more of a tradition. We have a a New Year's cake and it's baked with a one pound or a one euro coin inside. And once uh, the year turns, once it's midnight, you cut it then and there and you have to get people to choose their piece in a certain order. So you start like with the youngest there and then lead your way up and stuff. And then whoever has the coin will have good luck for the year. But I think a superstition that comes with that is that you should put the coin in your purse or your wallet because then you'll always have money in your wallet, they say, for the year. Yeah. Oh, that's really nice. That's very similar to the, they have the Rosca de Reyes in in Spain that is for the, we have the King's Day right on 6th of January. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the same thing that there's a little king inside of it. And the person who gets, I don't think they have like the order of serving it, but there's a little king. And if you get the king, it's good luck, right? For the year. But I think the other thing, they put a bean in there or something as well. And if you get the bean, the person who gets that is supposed to pay for the cake. That's it. Yeah. 
So we know that we have such a global community here. I mean, I just did an Instagram live and literally all corners of the world were involved in it. So we would love to hear even more superstitions. So if you have a superstition from your country, your culture, please do either post a story or a post on your main feed on Instagram and tag us, and we will share it. And to tag us, it's just at reallife.english on Instagram. So we can't wait to see some of your New Year superstitions from your corner of the world. So thanks so much for joining us on the Real Life English Podcast. We hope that so far you're having a tremendous New Year with luck, fortune, love, money, everything that you desire. And we look forward to seeing you next week on the Real Life English Podcast. One, two, three. Aww, yeah. Hey again, I hope you enjoyed today's lesson. Don't be a stranger. You can find all the notes like vocabulary, links, and more for this lesson on our blog at reallifeglobal.com. And connect with us and on Instagram at reallife.english for even more fun English recommendations. Do you want to continue your learning and get confident, fluent English? Then I have a couple great recommendations for you. First of all, check out our YouTube channel, Learn English with TV series, where you can have fun learning to understand fast-speaking natives with your favorite movies, series, and more without getting lost, without missing the jokes, and without subtitles. Second, if you like our podcast, then our real-life native immersion course is perfect for you. It is the next best thing to studying abroad in an English-speaking country. Try it for free with our three-part power learning series. Just go to reallifeglobal.com slash pod to sign up. Finally, if you are enjoying our podcast, then please assist us in helping more people go beyond the classroom and live their English. You can do this by sending a link to this podcast to a friend or by leaving us a five-star review wherever you are listening. We might even shout you out on the podcast. Stay healthy and safe, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Aw, yeah.